0: Cairo, Seattle.
1: It's time to get schooled with a professor, Sean Clayton.
0: And welcome to Schooled with a Professor. we got a great one to uh, get into this week in the sense that, uh, you know, it, it's that ratings time where you go and basically go position by position team by team and you know give ratings and of course one of the ones that was so interesting last week because I know I was asked about it uh, when I did my Pittsburgh radio hit on the fan is that uh, you know th- th- they had the quarterback ratings and of course that's always one of the most interesting I used to do them for so many years and uh, you know broke them into elite and the Chad Penningtons and the guys like that uh, in different categories but Bruce Gradkowski former NFL quarterback, grew up in pittsburgh good he's on Sirius x serious xm nfl radio uh he's also you can hear him in pittsburgh on the fan you can hear him on fox sports radio but also uh he works for pro football focus and he did the quarterback ratings and pretty much bruce i mean the ratings that you had were kind of right in line with what i had
1: oh the professor man that's a compliment i i appreciate it and It's always good to talk to you. You know, it's been a while. It's been a crazy, you know, couple years now. And, uh, but yeah, so I had fun with it, John, and I I hate doing rankings because, (laughs) look, I'm a fan of everyone. And I also understand how much goes into playing the position, the quarterback position. So to me, even though I have Drew Locke as my last guy, I want Drew Locke to succeed. I mean, I want to see all these guys succeed because I know how hard it is. But when you have to put guys in order, man, it is tough. So I had a tough time doing it. Uh, so if you have any hints for, for future reference, man, please let me know. But, uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for what goes into this position, but uh, I had fun doing it.
0: Yeah. What, what, what? How did you break down the criteria of how you had the ratings for the 32 quarterbacks that you uh, rated?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, at first I was kind of like organizing ASC, NSC, Then I kind of jumbled them together and um, you know, and then when I got down to it, I was like, you know what? It's basically tiered, right? I mean, you have tier one is the elite guys. And I'm talking about these guys have been elite year over year consistently. That's Mahomes, Brady Rogers, Wilson. I mean, those top four guys have been playing at an elite level consistently. Now, Wilson, or I mean, Deshaun Watson and Josh Allen, they had phenomenal years this past season, but I, I want to see it more consistent, right? I just want to see another year of it. Not not that I'm not saying they didn't play elite, but now let me see it again. And that's why uh, Watson and Allen are right there at five and six. And then when you get past that, the same thing with Lamar Jackson. I mean, Lamar Jackson, we have seen him play elite. He's been MVP of the league, but now can he do it consistent enough from the pocket, outside the pocket, but more importantly, win that big game. And I think when it comes down to it, when we see that tier one, Mahomes, Brady, Rogers, Wilson, then that tier two, you know, Watson and Allen, are rate right teetering on, on being in that tier one group. But then you have, you know, Dak, Lamar, Baker, you know, I want to really see what young quarterback wins the next championship first, because there's a reason Russell Wilson We have always – we've been talking about him for years of how good he is, how elite he is. It's because he was in Super Bowls his first couple years, you know, early on in his career, and that just really gets you on that stage. So I think when, when you look at Mahomes and what he has done lately, and now it's like, okay, who's that next guy? Can Dak get the Cowboys to the Super Bowl? Can Lamar Jackson? Can Baker Mayfield? Can Josh Allen? You know, Deshaun Watson, like what quarterback's going to step up to where now their their team is playing for a championship. And now I feel like they become on that pedestal of the next great. So it was hard to do this. And then I look at, you know, from basically seven to 18 of my guys, you have guys that are ascending in their career, descending, guys that have displayed elite uh, play, but haven't showed it consistently enough, or guys that have showed elite play that... Is on the decline a little bit. And, you know, look, I I hate to admit it, but we all have a decline at some point. Um, We're kind of waiting for Tom Brady to hit that point, to be honest, but it was kind of tough going through this, but I think um, it it makes sense when you look at it.
0: Okay. So Patrick Mahomes is number one, Tom Brady, number two, Aaron Rodgers number three, Russell Wilson, number four, uh, Deshaun Watson, number five, and Josh Allen, number six with Dak Prescott. Uh, being seven Lamar Jackson eight, Matt Ryan still in there at number nine and Baker Mayfield at 10. And what I liked about the way this broke down is that you, when you break it down by conference, <laughs> obviously you've got the older quarterbacks, the higher paid quarterbacks in the NFC and you have the young quarterbacks, which we'll get into in a second. but I guess the big thing is Tom Brady getting to number two. Where did uh, the, where were the ratings on Tom on Pro Football Focus last year? Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady
1: was just phenomenal last year. I mean, he ranked second in passing yards on 20-plus uh, yard throws during the regular season, and he took care of the football better than anyone anyone in Arian's uh, uh, system, you know, since 2006. So I think from Brady, you know, we still saw the physical abilities that he has, and and what goes in it in my mind is like, look, they resigned all their players that are going to be back, Brady's another year in this Bruce Arians system. So to me, he's going to be even that much more comfortable, confident, and and they're coming off a Super Bowl victory. So I really think Tom Brady and the Bucs are going to be that much better because it's hard to learn a new offense, uh, and it's like learning a new language. So I I put Brady in that situation of now being in the same uh, offense, having an offseason now to kind of – digest what you just experienced and went through to get better and that's kind of what made me lean him over Aaron Rodgers just because Aaron Rodgers of of I mean how well he played last year was it was awesome right I mean he was the MVP of the league uh the way he kind of was in played in rhythm the way he got through his progressions I mean he was just phenomenal but I also look at too what's going on in Green Bay right now to me I just don't think Aaron Rodgers can come back and have the same year he did last year just because everything kind of surrounded Green Bay right now. And that's kind of why I lean Tom Brady. Now, if we're talking physical tools and abilities, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is still playing at a high level, and we saw it last year. So it's going to be fun to watch how that plays out. But that's what uh, led me for Tom Brady at number two over Rodgers.
0: Talk about uh, it's kind of interesting too is that uh, you know two of your top five and two of my top five because I've had Watson at uh, as the fifth best quarterback. You know may not be playing with their teams or may not be playing. I mean Aaron Rodgers has made it adamant yeah. that he doesn't want to go back to Green Bay. <laughs> Deshaun Watson uh, has said he doesn't want to go back to Houston, but also he's got the problems with the twenty two uh, therapists that massage therapists that are suing him in the case that is not going to really be right. able to go to court until sometime next year. So it's like, uh, you know, what? how do we break down what might happen to these two guys?
1: Uh, well, it's, it's yeah, it's just insane, right? I mean, you're looking at Aaron Rogers. I, I think, you know, Aaron Rodgers' case, he's taken his career into his own hands now, And we've seen it the last few years players are able to do that now. And I get it, man, because John, when you're in a point in your career, if you can't, you know whether you can, can't play anymore or, or you're going through injuries, teams won't hesitate to release you if they can. If they could get out of the, your their con the contract they have with you, they're going to let you go. So I feel like when you have a, a situation like Aaron Rodgers right now, he's taking his career in his own hands, and quite frankly, it's going to be what Aaron Rodgers wants right now. Does he want to go back to Green Bay? is money the factor? If it is, Green Bay is going to pay him. If it's not, if he truly wants out of Green Bay, I think he's going to hold tight to where his stance is right now, and he's going to make his way out because I think he's, he's at that point of his career that he can do this. He could say, look, I'm going to take my, my future into my own hands, my career of what I have left of it, and then I'm going to try something else. So I don't blame him. I mean, it's a tough situation. I felt like last year he was just having so much fun out there. Him and Matt Lafour and Nathaniel Hackett, I think they do a great job offensively. And they really they really hit it off, man. It looked like Rodgers was having so much fun. But I think along the way there's been some disconnect, some lack of communication. And um and that's where it all stems from. And now it, it seems like they can't clean it up. And Deshaun Watson, there's just a lot of off the field stuff they gotta continue to go through. So who knows how that's gonna shape up. But you're right, two to the top quarterbacks in the league that kind of question marks on, you know, are they going to be back with their teams or not?
0: Yeah. What uh Talk about the decision to have Russell Wilson as number four.
1: Yeah. Well, Russell Wilson, to me, I mean, he's one of my favorite quarterbacks. I think last year he was two on my list. And this year, you know, he, he exploded on the scene this past season, right? I mean, the first eight games, he was our top-ranked QB with a 93.3 overall grade. And then, you know, through the second half of the season, the wheels fell off. I mean, he just took, took way too many sacks. And I know that Wilson's line has not been the greatest around him. Um, you know, but also, too, I mean, he, he plays a part in sacks. I mean, quarterbacks, you can't deny it. They play a part in the sacks, not just the offensive line. So I think Wilson has to clean up his game a little bit. But I think Wilson is what he is, right? No matter who the offensive coordinator is, He's going to play well. He's going to always bring his fun, phenomenal, extending the play type excitement to games. And I think with new offense coordinator Shane Waldron coming over from the Rams, it's going to be a unique, different offense that um, that I think will help elevate Wilson's play on what his strengths are. So I'm, I'm excited to watch that. And, and I want to see Wilson play as consistent as he, as he did last year over the first eight games i want to see you through the whole season because i'd love to see him win an mvp so i'm a huge wilson fan i love just his whole story and how how he even got drafted in the third round and won the job And i just love his mindset and what, what he plays with and all that so uh it was hard to even have him at four but i'm a huge fan of what he he brings to his team and Um, I think he still has more room to grow, so it'll be exciting to watch his grow.
0: One of the interesting things is the way this thing breaks down where, you know, the NFC, particularly last year, I think they had like about 11 quarterbacks uh, older, making about uh, 21 plus million dollars a year. And now you have all the younger quarterbacks in the AFC. So, like, for example, in your top 10, you have uh, five uh, young quarterbacks quarterbacks in the AFC because you have Mahomes number one you have Watson number five Josh Allen number six Lamar Jackson number eight and uh, Baker Mayfield number 10 talk about the dynamics of so many good young quarterbacks evolving in the AFC
1: yeah that's what's exciting to see I mean it's, it's fun and that's why I can't wait to see Who starts battling Mahomes in the AFC? You know, I mean, the Browns have built just a phenomenal roster around Baker Mayfield. I think Kevin Stefanski, last year with no off-season program, he has to implement a whole new offense. He has to, you know, build that culture through Zoom. And then he comes and wins Coach of the Year. You know, I think it was just phenomenal what he did for the Browns and also how he surrounded Baker Mayfield to be successful. And we saw that from Mayfield. I mean, Mayfield was our second-highest-graded quarterback in the league from week seven through the playoffs. You know, he ranked top five for us in a clean pocket, standard dropback, and early downs for the entire season. And those are stable metrics. So when I talk about early downs, that's first, second down, throwing the football, and and that keeps you ahead of the chains. And so I think for Baker Mayfield, like, there's still, you know, room for him to grow, but it's the consistency. And I think it comes down to all these guys in AFC – and and NFC, but how how consistent can you play over a period of time? And that's why Matt Ryan's still in the top ten here. I mean, Matt Ryan, you just look over the last five years, he has our number six best passing grade at 91.7 at PFF. So Matt Ryan has been playing very consistent. Uh, I think Arthur Smith's new offense will really help him out. Uh, Kyle Pitts should be a dynamic weapon offensively. So that'll be fun to, fun to watch as well. So, you know, getting back to the AFC guys, though, I think Mayfield, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, to me, John, is the the most competitive dude in the league. Like, I, I really believe in, in I, you know, I don't want to say, like, Dak's not competitive or Tom Brady or Rogers or Wilson not, or Mahomes. I mean, they're all competitive. I just – Lamar Jackson's different. And so I'm, I'm excited for him because I do think he's able – to take the Ravens back to the Super Bowl at some point. I don't know when that is, but I think they have to do a better job offensively to get better pass concepts tied into the running game, and that can really help Lamar Jackson, and I think we'll see that this year.
0: But what, now, I'm just kind of curious, uh, how did it go over when you had uh, Ben Roethlisberger at number 16, particularly <laughs> on your hits in Pittsburgh? I know Andrew Filippone is fine oh. with that, but uh, and t- talk about what kind of drop has Ben had?
1: Yeah. Well, John, I got a lot of pushback from, from some of these, right. I was on yeah. a Detroit lions podcast. I was on a Denver station. I mean, people want to know, and look, I'm happy to talk it out because it's very hard for me. Like I told you earlier, I played the position. So I know how tough it is. I wasn't a consistent starter year in and year out. I mean, I had to battle and then I battle through injuries I better battle, making the team battle making, you know, to get on the field and stuff. So, I've been through every aspect of playing that position so it's been tough so I mean Ben for me that I have so much respect for him because I backed him up right mm-hmm. and I had to kind of fight some of our guys at PFF they thought I wanted them higher they wanted them lower we kind of met in the middle a little bit and uh you know but I think Ben's at the point where you know he didn't play 2 years ago last year he came off elbow surgery So this year really depends on where he wants to go. I mean, he could come back and be even better because he's now one year removed from a full season after an injury. Uh, He can really, like, so to me, it's in his hands. You know, I think Ben being around him, he's a guy that never misses throws. He's a guy that's always on target. Things don't have to be right. He just completes the pass. And I watched it numerous times. I watched Antonio Brown have an under route. And he breaks off his route and runs a go route and Ben pumps it and then throws it to him for a touchdown. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I would have thrown an interception right there. So Ben is just really remarkable just being able to complete the pass. And last year I saw him just be inconsistent at times. And that's just not him. So I'm hoping it was the injury. I'm hoping he could come back stronger this next year. But you also have to think, too, what plays into this is they had a lot of shakeup on the offensive line. So this could be the first year they've had some moving parts coming back, you know, that they got to, you know, rework up front. So I'm concerned about that. Matt Canada has to figure some out off something offensively to get the running game going, getting, get, getting more explosive pass plays because last year for us at PFF, the Steelers ranked 26th in explosive pass play percentage. Now Ben was phenomenal getting the ball out of his hands fast. I mean, He had the most pass attempts under 10 yards. He had the most pass attempts from the shotgun, 640. So I think there's room for the Steelers' offense to grow. But I also couldn't hide behind what they did statistically offensively that I think there's room for them to get better. And I think Ben's in the middle of the pack here because I can see him um, really having a good year if he's fully healthy. and And he wants it. I mean, you know, so at the end of the day, I think it is up to him how far he can carry this team.
0: Okay, so uh, Bruce Gradkowski, how does everybody kind of follow you, both at uh, Pro Football Focus, on Sirius Radio, and everything else?
1: Yeah, my Twitter's Gradkowski 5 I'm on Sirius XM NFL Radio Thursdays, 11 to 3, and Fridays now during the offseason, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. with Solomon Wilcott. So, yeah, that's it, John. Just stay busy. Three little kids at home, you know, they keep me busy, 8, yeah. 5, and 3. Hopefully one day we're talking about my two boys, Roman and Lincoln, uh, playing quarterback. But they might be linebackers. Who knows?
0: Great stuff. Bruce Karadkowski, thanks for joining us on Schooled with the Professor.
1: Thanks, John.